Good morning. Welcome back to another episode of A Walk Back to Self Love. I'm Amber Hugey. Thanks for energy exchanging with me today. And on other episodes that you may have um, <clears throat> taken some time out of your day to listen to, I appreciate you. So um, before I dive into it, don't forget, if you'd like, you can connect with me on Instagram at amber.b.hugey. Or you can email me at amber.huyghe at gmail.com. So I had started, I was a minute and 30 seconds into my this episode that I had recorded just a few minutes ago. And then all of a sudden, because I'm still in Michigan and where I'm staying, they have um, those uh, little automated cleaners. The I forget what they're called, like the Kirby's or something that go around and clean the floor. And so I was like, <clears throat> well, that actually is very fitting to the topic of what I was going to talk about because shit that's out of your control. You're like so into it. Your thought stream's going and then it's like, do, do, do. And you're like, oh, this dude's about to go clean. <laughs> and it just like totally got real loud and clunky. And I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'm going to have to start over. That is an example of things that are out of your control. And I was, I was thinking about just the energy and the power of control. You know, like I talk about it a lot, of course, you know, with the more larger issues in society. But just think about like day to day. What, what do you try to control? What flips you out or triggers you or causes an emotional reaction if something out of your control happens and it throws off your day or it throws off the moment or it throws off maybe the whole month? You know, like let's say you receive an unexpected bill or something happens that's going to require more financial, uh, you know, imbalance, we'll say. And then you're like, well, there goes the month at whatever X, Y, and Z, you know, or what if, you know, somebody just shared with me the other day, called me up and, and talked about a breakup and it was a really shitty breakup, you know, like where the person went a little extra into being um, an asshole, really. <laughs> it's the best way to describe it. Um, so, you know, just holding space for them, but realizing that they walked into that situation of the conversation and basically got the rug pulled out of them um, in that moment, and that was out of their control, you know? And it, it's there's so many situations in life, you know, like car accidents, car accidents happen out of your control you know what I mean like there's nothing you could have done to stop that car accident that that's too much of a larger domino effect to control and we just it's impossible so those are the situations that you're like this is all out of my control you know but then there are things even within your own universe that you try to control whether it's finances people situations work health, um, boundaries, you know, like there's a lot of things that, um, we think we have the power to control or, you know, even when someone grows and changes and evolves, sometimes people try to stop that growth, you know, because it gets too uncomfortable. Like, Whoa, I don't, Whoa, whoa what's going on here? Like six months ago, you said X, Y, and Z. Or, you know, you've never done this or acted like this or ever wanted that, you know, and, and then that's when people are like, oh my gosh, it's out of my control. I don't know what to do. <laughs> and, uh, 
you know, and sometimes growth is hard for people. It, well, it is hard. I mean, shit, no matter if you're the person going through it or you're the observer looking at someone changing, it's hard, you know? And I was thinking last night about, oh, I, I posted a photo on Instagram and I deleted it because I was like, nah, if I don't 100% feel my post, I usually delete it. I'm like, eh, no, I wasn't feeling it. But um, it was me, one of my photos that I, I had of me on the paddleboard from the other day. And I thought about the way, the, 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 the distance of the shot and just me standing around nothing, it like popped the idea of, oh, this is a lot of what my inward healing journey was like. And, um, you know, isolated. Isolated is number one, I think, that, that was relatable to the paddleboard because you are in the middle of water and where we were at, there was nobody around. So it was very isolating in a good way, you know, but there, there's the positives and the negatives of being so isolated in these last 10 to 12 years. You know, I've, I wanted, I don't think I could have had it any other way, to be quite honest, like all the shit that I have been, and I know it's hard for maybe outsiders to um, understand what I mean. And I try to do a good job of explaining like the self healing journey and the, digging through trauma and um, old wounds and childhood shit that I've had to ask myself why and, and dive into it because I wanted to know the root of it because I wanted to know the answer you know um, of why I was doing the things that I was doing and it's been taking a really fucking long time and I'm like is this normal like I don't know but then again what's normal but for me, in my journey, in my specific life, it's had to have taken this long because there was a lot of shit to go through. A lot of shit. A lot. Um, and so, you know, the ups and the downs, the falling, the getting back up, the going with the current, going against the current, like all of it. All of it. trying new things. I mean, shit, these last 10 years, I've done a lot of new things. I've done a lot of out of comfort zone stuff, you know, and, you know, finding the strength to, to keep going and keep digging through my stuff and then trying to show up as best as I can in life, you know? And I, I love that I am perfectly imperfect, you know? Um, I used to focus on perfection. I used to focus on, you know, I don't want anybody to think this. And what if I look like this? And what if they think this? No. I mean, it, you can't do life alone. You really can't. I can't. There are times where I'm like, fuck everybody. I don't need nobody. And then I'm like, I got nobody. <laughs> You know, because I'm great at disconnecting myself. Great at disappearing and be like, boop. Everything's good. Bye. Um, or having an exchange of words and realizing, mm, where do we go from here? Well, I'm just going to disconnect. And sometimes I never reconnect. You know, like if, if I'm quite honest, you know. Um, so I have learned to embrace my journey and to accept me even if other people have an issue with me, 
even if other people don't like who I'm growing into or what I'm talking about or my beliefs or my opinions or my attitude or you know it's like when I was I thought about this because you know I'm in the more Daria mood <laughs> these days and I am like I've always been that melodramatic like you know yin and yang energy you know it's it's the light and the dark and you're just balancing it I've been like that my entire life and I think I forgot about that for a lot of my chapters like oh god you know but I've always been like this I was a little girl that was so imbalanced you know one minute I'd be really 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 fucking happy like really happy where everybody was like okay you're too much settle down and you're like but I just love life and then the next minute I'd crash and I'd be like Oh my God, what is death? Where do we go after death? Oh my God, everybody's dying around me. What is this? I don't, I don't fit in my family. Ah. And as a little girl, you don't know how to process those emotions, you know? And I didn't have family members that would sit down and talk about that because they were operating from an unconscious place in life, you know? Not fully aware of who they were and, you know, the bigger picture of life. I did not come from that environment. <clears throat> And, and that's just, and that's not good or bad. That's just the, the deck of cards that was handed to me in this life that I've been playing with, you know, and trying to figure out how to play with. Um, but yeah, I've always been like that. So it's like, I can't say that this is new. I'm just a stronger, more evolved woman than I was that little girl. But sometimes that little girl will show the fuck up, <laughs> you know, like... And I'm stomping around and I'm, you know, having these little fucking tantrums and I may get reactionary and I'm doing all that. And I'm like, I'm a grown ass woman. Why am I acting like that? <laughs> you know, and then I have to tell myself because little Amber still operates the wheel sometimes. Okay. Like she's still there. She's still like, excuse me. It's my turn. Move. <laughs> You're like, all right, go ahead. I'm tired. I'm gonna go take a nap. <laughs> you know? And so... Yeah, you know, when, when, when we grow, it, it does affect everything, you know, like think about it. Like if you are asking yourself questions and you want to fix an area of your life or you're just unsettled and you're like, why am I not happy? Or what do I really want out of this life? You know, like kind of like what COVID shutdown made us do sit where nobody could really work except for if you were an essential worker. So you had to just be with the people in your home or if you lived by yourself and just be. That's hard for people to do. It was hard for me to do. It's still hard for me to do at times. I'm like, go, 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 go. And then you're like, ow, my back hurts and I'm really fucking tired. God, what if I had kids on top of this? I'm amber tired. What if I was amber with kids in a full family tired Ooh, you know so everybody's got this growth that they possibly could experience in this life if they choose to so if you do and you start asking those questions what if you wake up and you realize this isn't actually the place that I want to live or this isn't the partner that I want to be with <gasps> what do I do oh my god oh my god I'm not in love with them I don't want to be with them what do I do? You know, or this isn't the job that I want or the career path, or maybe this isn't the faith that I believe in anymore. And I actually think more this way, 
or these aren't the people that I want to hang out with anymore and, and energy exchange with. Well, who am I going to hang out with? I have nobody and then I'm lonely and then I have no friends. Like growth is hard. Growth is hard. Foods you eat. Foods you eat change. You know, maybe you don't want to drink anymore. Maybe you want to take up smoking weed. You know, like, I don't know. Things change. And who do you have to become to make that change? That's, that's the decision. You either, okay, I'm going to hang on. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to stay balanced and, and maintain balance in the unknown. Or you're going to stay where you're at and you're going to feel comfortable and safe. Quote, safe. Because you don't have to ruffle any feathers. You don't have to have those conversations. And you don't have to make those choices. You just live as you live. But probably in an unfulfilled, maybe not so happy way. But you're like, you know what, eh, it's better than going over there and doing all that work and getting into the unknown and I don't even know what's over there. So you know what, it's all good. Maybe I'm just, it's fine, I'm happy. Those are the choices that we have as a human. And then, of course, the whole war on race and poverty and greed and power and control. Control, control, Janet Jackson, control. <laughs> I swear to God, that's my song so much these days. But it's true. It's like everybody wants control on some level. Maybe not controlling the world and making it all white and wealthy, <laughs> you know, but people want control, want control of traffic, want control of what someone's doing, wants control of money, want, you know, like, come on. Everybody seeks control, but then there are those that seek great power and control that's damaging to society and to life. You know, and I was, I do, I have the race conversations with people that are willing to hold space with me and have them. You know, like I know, I know when someone is not going to be the candidate of having a, you know, racial imbalance talk, you know, about all the shit in the world. You can just feel it, you know, but if it, if it pertains to you, you know, on some level of like, I just don't think this is right and I feel offended or let's talk about it. You know, that that's that's what I, I like is when people are are able to sit in the discomfort and have the conversation with you. You know, and somebody said to me recently, Well, you know, Amber, it just seems like you're kind of prejudiced against us, your own race. Then I said, why? Because I'm harsh with my words? Because I'm calling out shit that we do as a white collective? <laughs> as Caucasians? Yeah, okay, fine. You know, but, you know, and then they were like, well, it's just, you know, that you're racist against your own race. I'm like, well, you can't be racist against your own Racism is not against people that look white, you know, like, and that you hate us. Well, I don't hate white people because therefore I would have to hate myself since I'm white, you know? Am I angry at white people? Absolutely. Am I disgusted and discouraged and disappointed and frustrated and all of that? Yeah, because I can see what we as white people, not us specifically or our two, three generations back, you know, like I'm talking about 
our ancestors that look like us, what we did at the jump of this experience. Yes, I'm fully aware of that. And I will, I will express that because there's no, there's, it has to be said. It has to be held accountable because the larger picture is still at play because black people are still getting murdered for being black. There's police brutality. There is oppression. There is racism. There is white supremacy. There are people still using the N-word with power. Like, all of that hasn't just stopped and I'm out here just bashing white people. You know, and it's and you had to have that conversation with it. I, I, we had to have that conversation. I'm like, no. Like, I get how probably some fellow white folks are like, damn, Amber. Damn. Well, you know what? Suck it up. Suck it up. I've had to suck it up in conversations being challenged on things asking me why or whatever soul sharing the truth of you know growing up white in a predominantly white city in metro detroit at that time you know like i'm i'm gonna have the conversation and it, and because i'm so passionate and because i could see so many perspectives and, and I'm me, like Amber, Amber Flavor, you know, like I'm going, yeah, okay. Like somebody said to me one time, who's not white, she's like, you know, you do, you know, you, you call out the shit that, that people don't want to feel or see or hear, you know? She's like, so yeah, I, I totally could see how you like bother some people and you ruffle some feathers. And I don't do it to be like, fuck you. I do. It's just me. Like, that's my personality. Like, (laughs) I'm me, you know, but understand. And once you get past the, oh, this, this hurts a little bit. Uh, Why is she uh, get deeper to the root of what I'm saying and where it's coming from? You know what I mean? Like, we're still at a place in society where they're even more fucking now than probably the last 10 years. 15 years are we so divided you know and then they were like well you just think that every republican is like a piece of shit no i never said that i don't care how much money you make i don't care what side of the fence you vote on but what i care about is are you okay with the war on race are you okay turning your cheek are you okay with poverty are you okay that there are a small, small percentage of people that rule the world and control the money and don't care about society. Okay, well, we're not going to vibe. You know, and it's like, there is no other new party yet that people can choose and fight for. It's Democrat, Republican. And it falls more in line if you care about society and equality than you're going to be a Democrat. Hands down. Hands fucking down. So if that's, the, if that's the label that I have to go by as a Democrat because I choose life and respect and human value, okay, fine, then I guess I'm a fucking Democrat. You know, I said, but the difference is Trump was not a fucking Republican. Okay, he wasn't. He wasn't. He was out for himself. He, I believe, is the true clinical de- de- definition of a narcissist. Okay, not someone that you dated and you're pissed at. Like, he truly, I believe, (laughs) is a clinically diagnosed narcissist. So, no, I don't like him. And I don't really care for people that do align with him. And if he would run again 
and, and try to win and would vote for him. You know, like then we're back at square one. You know, and it's and I don't care how much money people have or what career path. None of that affects me. Good for you. You're a millionaire. I celebrate you. Seriously, I celebrate you. That's fucking amazing to create a million dollars in this life. But you're okay with police brutality and you think blue lives matter over black lives matter? Blue lives matter isn't even a real thing. You can't be born a blue life, but you can be born a black life. You know, there's a difference. So, you know, it's like you have these repeated conversations and it's like, well, then, you know, the, you can't even, you know, when people talk about slavery, you can't even say anything anymore. No, you can say stuff. You can take accountability of what our ancestors long, long, long ago that look like us, okay, not like maybe our specific ancestors. And it's like, do you really have to get that definitive? Like, of course, it's not our grandmothers or our grandfathers of like two generations ago. You know what I mean? Like, that, that's not... It's not what we're talking about. We're talking about way back. You know, the the value that white people have attached to white skin. That's what I'm talking about. You know, and that's what I've learned inside the black community. It's like, when you're like, white people are racist. And most people, white people are like, but I'm not racist. Did I say you were racist? But as history shows, the collective white people are racist. Are white supremacists. Are slave owners. You know, like... White people back in the day thought it was really okay to just own people as property and abuse them and dehumanize them. How? How are we just going to be like, well, you know, why are we still talking about slavery? (laughs) Because. Because. You know, like, I don't get it, man. I don't get it. And so it is back to the paddleboard photo. It is very isolating when once you're digging through your shit and you feel confident within yourself, oh, you're a fucking powerhouse. You are truly a fucking powerhouse because then you're ready to level up and challenge people out in the world, but not going about it in an egoic way where you're like, ah, everybody, you know, like if you, if you are in situations where maybe there's some imbalanced racial conversations then you dive in you jump in and you push your sleeves up and and you you go for it that's what i'm talking about and then you you learn how people think and what stories they play and that's what i i I told this person i said but you got to understand yes there's a lot of beautiful things in this life and there are a lot of people that are helping and there's a lot of good we need those people i said but also think about the judgments that are held in society and the stories that are being told about people that are different than them. That's the problem. And and they got, they were like, yeah, okay. You know, and like everybody's got a different experience with someone that doesn't look like them. You know, like I, I totally understand that, you know? And so, but it doesn't mean that there isn't a problem just because you may have had some unfortunate situations happen doesn't mean that that there isn't a bigger issue going on still and so it goes back to control when we don't want to feel uncomfortable we control what we what we talk about we control what we say we control as much as possible what we think but sometimes that's hard 
because you you have to really fight to learn how to control your thoughts and your repetitive um, beliefs limiting beliefs you know it's it's work it's work that is undervalued in society because it doesn't look like a shiny degree on the outside and it doesn't look like a fancy job title you know and it's like you're working your ass off when you're doing that trauma and healing work within yourself but it's it's not like I said it's not shiny to the outside world so when you don't want to have those conversations you're controlling you you try to control your environment you know and then of course as you're moving and grooving along in your comfort zone shit will happen outside of you and you're like god damn it you know so yeah I don't know life 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 it just it's it's a constant amazement you know and like I think about because you know part of this experience is open yourself up to love it's so wonderful to include someone into your life and to share your life with and I get it you know I've done it before and then I've had some really rough chapters of dating and lovers you know but at the end of the day I've I truly have become more and more solidified with wanting to just be me you know I don't know and again, I'm all over the place in this episode, per usual, but <laughs> you know, like these are all the things that I think about, but I really do enjoy being by myself because it's, it's a hundred percent accountability and it's, um, it's making sure that if that's really what you want, you can a hundred percent go after it because it's not going to affect anybody else. You know, like you don't have to worry. Like if you want to just pack up your shit and move somewhere, you don't have to be like, well, are you going to be able to move with me? Do you, do you think you can find a job? Like, what if you don't want to live in this certain state or city? Well, then you have to go through all of that, you know? Or I think about what my friend just shared with me the other day about what they are going through with a really bad breakup, you know, after being with someone for so long and living with them and sharing finances and all of all of that that we don't think about when we get into a relationship um because the the glamorizing of oh but I want to say that I am with someone that I have somebody that you know that's one box that's checked I'm not single you know and then there are a lot of people that understand the financial decision and what it would be like to merge lives with someone and be like all right let's do this you know like let's rock it out um but yeah I just I don't know right now I'm still good with being with me you know and some will be like well you know that's that's self-sabotaging and that's um you know you're just you're you're letting fear lead the way but is it you know and this is and this is what I challenge and this is why I always self-check myself coffee sip hold please because there's always going to be somebody out there that's going to tell you that the decision you made was actually incorrect and you're you're just doing x y and z 
you know, like you think about those relationship experts that are out there that are, give great content. I've learned a lot about myself and men that I've dated and everything from those little social media videos that relate, quote, relationship experts produce. However, you cannot collectively say that that's everybody. What if you truly do enjoy your own company and you maybe enjoy companionships or you may just not want to have companions for a while? You know, does that make you self-sabotaging? Does that make you fearful or does that make you know that by holding on to, to what you truly want may create years of, of singlehood? You know, like, let's, let's really think about that. And I'll, I'll just use me as an example because I don't know anybody else's situation or how they feel. So for me, yes, there have been many years that I have tried to force relationships and believe that this person was the one that I wanted to share my life with and build with. But then there was always something that was reminding me that like, well, I don't know if I could live with that. Well, that's really annoying. And I don't like that my needs aren't met here but what would that look like long term? You know, like you have those conversations and, and what if I did get a job opportunity in another state? Me being me, I love adventure and I love packing up my shit and moving and going somewhere new. That that person's not going to be able to do that. You know, so it's like these are, are my internal dialogue. And then you get on social media and you see somebody say, you always go after emotionally unavailable men because blah, blah, blah. Well, that's true, probably because of my desires, you know, like because I would pack up my shit and move in a heartbeat if somebody was like, come move here and we want you to do this. I would pack up and leave if the situation was good enough and met all of my things that I want for life, my lifestyle, you know. And so then it's like that's another pressure, you know, as a single person because you're constantly self-checking yourself like, I don't know, am I self-sabotaging? Am I, am I just playing it safe? Am I living in fear? And then you're like, but what's wrong with me being single? Like, what is wrong with that? And then that little voice is like, nothing. You know, like, I know this life is not meant to be done alone. But what if you are that person that enjoys the wild, crazy adventure that you call your life? Then you constantly feel me, like I have to explain myself that I'm not sad and lonely. There are, of course, of course we get lonely. We're, we're human creatures, you know, like, yes, loneliness is a real thing. And there, there are times that I feel real lonely, but I have good people in my life that are great energy for me to feel like I'm not alone. And then I get filled up and then I'm like, boom, out doing me in life. So I do. I challenge that quite a bit of like when people so forcefully tell you that you're self-sabotaging or you're playing it too safe because you don't include someone in your life. And I just challenge that back. But what if you are someone that enjoys spending time by themselves? Well, then, you know, and there's always a yeah, but, you know, because we've just been conditioned to procreate and have relationships and take care of other people. That's really what it is. I believe I could be wrong, but it's like, well, you're, you're selfish if you don't have anybody else to take care of. And you're like, because I really overthought it 
just so many fucking ways why I didn't want to bring a child into this world because I knew I wasn't financially at all stable for many chapters and I didn't know what I wanted. I was drinking heavily. I was, you know, moving different places. You think that that's a good environment to bring a child into? Fuck that. I think that's being selfish, you know? So it's like people love to tell you, man, in this life, opposite of what you believe that you're doing. And, um, you know, it takes confidence and strength to stay true to yourself when, you know, uh, people could be crucifying you. And that word's kind of been popping up lately, crucifying. And I think, you know, I've talked about this, I believe, where I think in another life I was a witch and I was burned at the stake. (laughs) I really do. And so crucify, you know, like I've been crucified my whole life, you know, it's like anybody could be crucified, you know, by your choices in your life. So it's like, are, do you have the strength and the confidence to stand in your truth, stand in what the fuck you want your life to look like and have potentially many people on the outside crucifying you over it? and telling you you're wrong it's like facing um (laughs) it's like facing a a judge and a jury you know you're like but i but this is no no we think you're you're guilty of lying you're unhappy aren't you you don't like being single do you and you're like i don't know do i you're going to, I don't know, you're going to look like something's wrong with you or that's not really a good path for you or that's you shouldn't say. Like all the things that you could be crucified for in life. Are you ready to stand in front of the courtroom and declare your truth even if you look like you're wrong? <laughs> mm. Yes, the answer for me is yes. Every time. Every time. And sure, there is safety in staying single. Absolutely. But so what? So what if you choose to just be with you? You know, like, what is wrong with that? I don't know. I don't see a problem with it. But someone would probably tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> oh, God. Life. So that that's my... That's my episode for today. I, uh, I had a um, day cocktail the other day with a friend of mine. And he was like, Amber, I think you're, you're closer now to your, your true path than you've ever been before. He's like, lean into what's working. Lean into what's working. He's like, the best advice that someone ever gave me. Lean into what's working. And I said, okay. And, I, I, and that's what I've been doing. I've been leaning into what's working. And one of the things that's working for me is this podcast. I, I love it. I do. It's mine. It's the one thing I truly believe. And I could be wrong. Don't worry. Someone will crucify me and tell me I am. No. Um, I truly believe, believe that this is the one thing that I can heavily control. Not fully control, but heavily control. You know? 
and I, I love just opening it up, plugging in my mic, and just letting it rip. And never knowing how the episode's really going to turn out, and that's what I love about it. And people would be like, well, that's just not, you got to plan it, and you got to produce it, and you got to do it. Okay, thank you. I'm not saying you're wrong, but thank you. Um, but this is my style. And that's why I'm so grateful that you listen to it because it is something that isn't fully produced and doesn't have an opener and a closer unless I decide to put one on it. But usually when it's just me talking, I'm like, I don't really, that's, I don't know, maybe, (laughs) you know, but when I have guests on, I'll, I'll add some, some sass to it. But, uh, yeah, I just, I, I thank you for leaning in with me. So I, I'm going to end on that. I'm going to flip it to you. What is working in your life? You know, we do have the habit of focusing on all the negatives in life but that can't be the constant dialogue in our heads that can't be the thought the constant thought stream because that will just create more unnecessary negative energy in our lives so let's end on a positive what is working in your life lean into what is working in your life whether it's in the work world the relationship world the financial world the um the self-healing world whatever it is lean into it and I truly believe that when we focus and lean into what's working there's more good that comes with it you know and then there's going to be times where you get that resistance and you're like shit out of your control happens and you're like Ugh, uh, ah. <laughs> there's so many times where I scream in my car by myself I'm like ah, and just get it out uh, so lean into what's working and um, live a life that is authentic to you. That not every day is going to be perfect or great, but majority of the days make you happy because you're you're as much as you can in control of the wheel. So be kind to yourself and be kind to others. And thank you so much for energy exchanging. Until next time, peace and love. <laughs>